This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. What security and transactional innovations should banks be investing in in 2011? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with Steve Keneally of the American Bankers Association, who's here to share his thoughts about expected bank investments in channel integration and ACH innovations in the year ahead. Steve is the Vice President of the Center for Regulatory Compliance within the Financial Policy and Regulatory Affairs Division of the ABA. You focus on innovation. Could you tell us what you're hearing from bankers where investments in ACH innovation are concerned? Thanks for having me, Tracy. Well, when it comes to uh, investments, our bankers are prudent these days. The economic forecast may be improving a bit, but a lot of our bankers remain concerned about the costs of uh, complying with all of the new regulations that are out there already and some of the new regulations they expect to come out of uh, Dodd-Frank. So what does this mean? It means that whatever investments that they do make have to be uh, well thought out and in areas where they have strong convictions that there's going to be a good return. So if you're one of these prudent banks and you, you have a few dollars and you want to make sure you're putting them in the right place, where we're seeing them put their money right now is in mobile banking. Uh, right now, you can divide banks into three categories. So the banks that offer mobile banking, those that are implementing a mobile banking platform, and those that are real nervous because they don't have one in place yet and they're scrambling to get it in place as soon as possible. What we anticipate is with mobile banking, basically it's giving bank customers another way to access their online banking account and through that also initiating online bill payments and subsequently increasing ACH. Uh, That is the connection we see to the uh, ACH network and mobile banking is definitely where most banks are are putting their money where their mouth is there. And so you've kind of answered my next question, which is, are innovations in the ACH space a focus for banks in 2011? And it sounds like they are a focus, but primarily through the mobile channel. Uh, yes, that's that's definitely what we see. Um, and if you look at the uh, Federal Reserve study information that came out, you can definitely see that the ACH is a growth area. It's grown about 9% per year. Uh, according to the transaction volume from 2006 to 2009. And checks have dropped about 7% a year. So I think you'll definitely see banks concentrating their investments, their IT investments, their capital investments in payment channels that are growing. And that's going to be ACH and and debit cards. Um, You're going to be seeing a, a shift away from banks spending money for check processing, basically because the the volume is drawing up. Um, And also, the shift towards ACH also shouldn't be much of a surprise because it's it's safe, it's secure, and it's efficient. And also, very importantly to banks these days, it's relatively inexpensive. Those are all key qualities that people are looking for uh, when they need to route their payments somewhere. Now, one of the things that we've written about quite a bit recently relates to ACH fraud. And so talking about the security of the ACH channel is something that I'd like for you to elaborate on. But I'd also like you to speak a little bit about how ACH innovations are expected to affect future payments as well as the security of those payments. Well, we're talking about security. Again, we can look at those payment trends from the Fed study. Um, Check fraud. There's always been check fraud. 
you know, there's also always been ACH fraud, but I think we're going to be seeing check fraud decrease roughly at the same pace that the check volume is decreasing. What does this mean? Well, we know the ACH networks are secure, um, but with the increased volume going across the network and the increased attention they're going to get, you know, it, it tells us that we need to remain vigilant protecting our ACH networks. I mean, it comes down to the old Willie Sutton line, why do you rob banks? That's where the money is. And I think that was illustrated with all those recent instances in the past few uh, months or a couple of years in the increase in corporate account takeover where uh, the cyber attacks have been launched at, at people that aren't protecting their online banking security. They aren't protecting their computers as well as they should. And unfortunately, um, that's been a weak link where people have uh, had some money transferred out of their accounts. Now, talking about the mobile space and all these different channels that are connecting to ACH, uh, the notion of channel integration kind of comes into view. How are these innovations in ACH expected to impact channel integration, if at all? Well, I would say that everything is driving towards ACH. Not every, A lot of things are driving towards ACH, whether it's initiating the payment from your phone, uh, from your mobile phone, from your landline, from your banking account, uh, your online bank account, or you know, even if you're filling out a slip to get your direct deposit, uh, your salaries paid to you by direct deposit. Those are all just different ways of having the payment follow the ACH rails. And they're following the ACH rails because it's, it's relatively inexpensive and it's safe and it's a known process. It, everybody knows how the ACH works in the payments industry and they're comfortable with it. In that comfort level combined with the efficiency in the low price, it's not a real surprise that people want to keep driving payments in that direction. And could you speak a little bit, Steve, about the role you see ACH payments innovations playing within financial institutions in 2011 and how security investments might impact ACH payments? Well, I would say that, again, because it's efficient, secure, and inexpensive, it's going to continue to be the preferred route for uh, banks to process transactions. Um, when it comes to innovations, I mean, I think one of the key things that banks are looking at is the same-day ACH services that are available now. I mean, it's, it's an interesting concept. I mean, everyone has always looked at ACH as being safe, secure, efficient, and relatively inexpensive when it's been an overnight batch type process. When you talk about increasing the service or making the service a little bit better for some customers that want same-day credit through these same-day services, uh, what you're going to have to do is you're sort of competing against your own bank's wire room. So you, you have the opportunity to charge a little bit more, but at the same time, you know, it's competing with your enhanced real-time wire transaction. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how the same-day ACH service uh, plays out in 2011, see what kind of volume it gets. And in closing, Steve, I'd like for you to tell me what you deem to be the top three areas financial institutions will focus on and make investments in in 2011 as they relate to ACH, wire, channel integration, and payments generally. Um, well, I'd say a couple things here. Uh, I would say mobile, mobile, and mobile. Um, as I said before, banks are really recognizing that customers are more comfortable with smartphones, they're more comfortable with uh, doing things wirelessly, 
and I think especially after this Christmas season is over, you'll see a lot more people that will have smartphones that will be able to access their accounts. There are banks that have it and are really pushing it, and there are banks that don't have it or are afraid they're going to lose customer market share because they're not offering a mobile product. I think if we take a step back from a product investment, I think one thing that banks are going to have to invest some of the resources in is going to uh, has to deal with the Treasury's new initiatives in 2011 to through 2013, which is going to be migrating uh, federal benefit recipients, people receiving retirement payments or salary payments or any type of benefit payment from the federal government. They're going to be eliminating checks and they're going to be switching everybody to direct deposit or they're going to be giving them a prepaid card. And so what that means is there are 12 million people out there that are currently getting paper checks from the federal government. Those people, banks need to talk to those people, many of them may already be customers, and get them uh, into a direct deposit banking relationship with them as soon as possible. This isn't like the Treasury initiative from 10 years ago where you could opt out and say, oh, I want to keep receiving a paper check. No, the, the time has come. This is, this is for real. Everyone's going to be migrated over to an EFT payment. And I think it's important for banks to get people locked into a direct deposit relationship and not let them fall into a default uh, prepaid card program. Steve, I want to thank you again for your time today. It was a pleasure. Again, we've just heard from Steve Keneally of the American Bankers Association. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.